Move to Win, where emerging entrepreneurs come to learn the best tips, strategies, and techniques to unlock their potential and become more successful. I'm your host, Steve Scani, and each week I will bring on the most incredible guests who are going to share their own unique stories, knowledge, wisdom, and insights about how they've been able to close the gap between failure and success, and then go on to live a life of greatness. Here at The Will to Win, we are dedicated to educating and inspiring you to be able to maximize your potential and make what seems impossible totally possible. Welcome to The Will to Win show. It's so great to have you on. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm so happy to Pleasure. be here. Thank you for having me. A lot of wisdom for our listeners today. They're going to take away a lot of valuable life lessons. And most importantly, they're going to learn what it is to be a divine badass. Because that's what we're going to be talking about today is how to unleash your divine badass and excel in your relationships. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And you can be soft-spoken and a badass, Steve. You can be really polite and respectful, like we are, and a badass. You can be many things and still be a badass. So I'd love for people to really connect with that side of them that is their authentic well, side and be able to share it divine with badass. And I think I'm, I'm That's I will. it. <laughs> embrace I'll it all. Embrace it with all I've got. <laughs> That's it, divine badass. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. That's what so we're here to talk about. Before we get started, I've, got, I've just got your bio here, and basically, you are a divine badass mentor. And so when Samia was asked what she wanted to do when she grew up, she always got the same vision in her mind. Seeing herself standing in front of people, reminding them to never doubt their gifts or value because they were made by a divine knowing for a specific divine purpose. She is both fiery and soft, which made her realize the importance of honoring and being all that we are. She's been coaching others to embody their divine self in their daily lives since 2011. She has a background in psychology and psychotherapy. Though she's not a mother yet, her big why is ultimately to create better parents, our children, and better marriages. All right, what a bio. Thank you, Samia. Well then, let's get started. Thank you for sharing. That's what's most important. Because, as I say, passion moves mountains. So It does. I agree with you. Obviously, we've brought up the topic already. And the question that I would like to start off with is, what is a badass? Yeah. I think that it's a word that's really Mm. claiming itself again. Like, it's coming back into usage in... A few a few decades ago, it was actually a word that you wouldn't use. It was a vulgar word, 
and it was used to describe somebody who was literally just mm. not a good person. That was a bit <laughs> of a, you know, this and that, bad and an ass. So uh who made it really popular again was somebody who's just naturally really connected to his inner divine badass, which is Clint Eastwood. So he, he was who he is and people started to describe him with this word and it is slowly, slowly over time come back into usage. It's very Mm. often used now in our industry. Yeah. And now it's it's to signify somebody that isn't listening to the, all the voices out there. They're really just following their truth and mm. honoring what they know that they're meant to be doing instead of doubting themselves and listening to other people telling them, well, no, you should do it this way instead, or you should doubt yourself and doubt your gifts. Instead, it's just like, okay, there's a lot of voices telling me what I can and can't do. And I have to honor my truth and do what is right for me. And every small step is a trust taken in, is a step taken in trust. Mm-hmm. I just divine trust that I am doing what is right for me and the path will be shown to me with every step. So that is what a, a badass is to me, somebody who really honors your truth and is the course according to their bigger vision. And there's, they speak their truth. They say yes, when they mean it only, they say no, when they can't do something. And wow. They therefore are more such a great answer. And just to, to themselves and others. expand on everything you've just shared, how does the divine badass embrace their authenticity in their ability to say no when they need to say no and yes when they want to say yes. What are they going to do to be confident in saying yes and following their heart, going with their true self? So the divine badass is somebody who is truly committed to being on their divine path and speaking their truth and how they really yes. say yes when they mean it only, that was your question, and no when they don't, is to just check in with themselves. What is their truth? To be doing the work with their shadows. Like often we might not be aware of something making us resentful, for example. And if we don't check in with ourselves and say, hey, I didn't actually want to give this time to somebody who wouldn't appreciate me giving the time that I gave. And now I don't feel so good about that anymore. And so I actually want to say that I am able to give time in a different capacity, or I'm only taking on these other people, or I'm only saying yes to this instead really honor their truth. They're aware of their shadows. They're doing the shadow work and just speaking from a place of what is really true for them. And when they need to say no, they will also say that respectfully, honoring themselves and the other person. You can absolutely say no with it being a win-win situation for both people. Because if, for example, you are able to give somebody your full attention and they're asking for it, 
whether it's your partner, your child, your client, or whoever it might be. You, you can say instead that I would love to give you my attention when I can undividedly give you all of me and will this time work instead? So you, you show up, but in that moment, you might say no. And it's giving them another option. Yeah, makes total sense. And I'm just wondering, like, when you're in situations where you feel like, you know, I know for for me in the past, like, you want to say no, but you don't want to disappoint the other person as you're afraid that they're not going to value you the same way if you don't agree to what they want or you don't say yes. So when you find yourself in that, situation where you say yes even though you want to say no like how do you find a way around that how do you you know embrace your divine badass and go hold on a moment this is not how it's meant to be i need to step up and follow my true authentic self a really great question that so many will have some of so many of your listeners will have so i'm so happy that you asked me and when you are wanting to say yes, not to disappoint somebody else, it is collectively called people pleasing. Mm. That's just a, a label that we put on it. I, I'm not a fan of using labels. I understand that we we're used to wanting to please people so that we are not letting them down. And when we have a need to not let someone else down, even when it's going to to hurt us in some way, it's really important to firstly, firstly get honest that we're feeling like that. And so much of who you really are comes out in that pattern because it's natural that you want to be accepted and liked and not be disappointing others. But if you're used to saying, no to yourself so that you can say yes to others, then you likely are in a pattern of so often saying no to yourself mm. and yes to others, which is a very depleting pattern. And it doesn't, it doesn't allow you to be sustainably there for people and definitely not for yourself. And if you're the first person that's going to get depleted because you're not able to honor what it is you need, then you're not able to show up for anybody else. So when you're in a pattern of saying yes to others and saying no to yourself, you're never able to show up for anybody, not for yourself, because when you're showing up for them, Mm. it's not genuine. It's just out of wanting to please them. And you're definitely not showing up for yourself because you're doing something that your soul doesn't want to do. So how to deal with that is to be really honest about, do you want to show up authentically? Is that truly important to you? And if it is, Mm -hmm. then what is true for you? Because most of us do value showing up as as a genuine person Mm. and not have to lose love at the same time. Yet, we, most of us are in patterns, many of us are in patterns where we are giving love that isn't sincere. This happens in relationships so often where yeah. you say yes to something 
I can give so many examples here and you don't actually mean that. Yes. And the other person can actually tell we humans are very into in, intuitive and they can tell that it's not a sincere yes. So when you say yes, and it's not a sincere yes, even though you're showing them that you're doing something for them, they can always tell. And it really affects a relationship. So if we're talking about, say, for example, romantic relationship, and you're saying yes, only to people, please, it actually causes a, a small disconnect. And disconnect after disconnect happens over time because you are not actually saying what you really mean. And the other person isn't feeling love because they can tell it's not coming from a sincere place, as opposed to the opposite being true when you say yes, because you really mean it, they can tell you mean it and it creates more and more connection, more and more intimacy. And intimacy is really just honesty, really seeing each other's souls and seeing that yeah, wow. somebody is showing up for you because they wow, want to. Wow, that's so, so And amazing. it makes you want to show up for them. Wow. Such a good answer. <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> well, I could go you know, on and on, so you should stop me and direct hand in hand me with to <laughs> the notion that yeah we should say yes because okay, I'll rephrase that. So say yes because you know you truly want to, not because mm-hmm. you feel you have to. Yes, yes, because ultimately, if it's a relationship that you want, say for example, so many of us want a relationship. So this is very universal. If we want a relationship and we want it to last, it can only be a lasting love relationship when we're really showing up from our authentic truth. If you're just saying yes, because you don't want to be alone, that will come out eventually. And that person leaves anyway, or you're forced to leave anyway. So if somebody isn't right for us, we can't Say yes when we don't mm, mean it. Because we do that, that often. We they'll stay because get we don't comfortable. Want to be and instead of we know that maybe it's not the relationship, yes. but maybe we need to move on, we need to end it. But instead, we choose to stay because it's comfortable, and we're afraid mm. to leave because then, yes. oh boy, we're going to be alone, and we're going to have to find someone new, or when we're not going to have that same level of security. So, you know, what do you do in that situation? Like exactly. Exactly. We create a false sense of security by staying in something Mm. because we're afraid to leave. And this is so, so common. And I don't want anybody to, who might be able to relate to this, to feel anything but just Mm. compassion and love because it's a human need to want love. Yet so often we might say yes to love when it's not, we just know deep in our soul, it's not right. They're, they're either not treating us right and they're not honoring us or hmm. there's something that isn't getting fulfilled. And yet we're saying yes anyway, so that we can please them. We say yes with a smile, like, yes, hmm. yes, I'm happy. Yes. But it's so evident when you're not. And that robs you of having hmm. true intimacy with the person that is right for you. So you stay, you stay stuck in a relationship that isn't meant for you when the right person is out there for you 
and you don't get to meet them because you wow. stay in something that it's so isn't true. right. And it really takes a lot of courage to be able to step out and, and move on. So much courage. So much courage. It does. Yes. And sometimes we stay mm. because we need to learn the lessons that we need to learn. And it's all part of just our human I'm path. also wondering, like, we know that it's important to say no when you need to say no. And yes, when you need to want to say yes. But what's the difference? Like, what are the changes? How does your psychology, how does your behavior change when you embrace yes, when you become truly authentic in who you are? What are the points of difference? So how does your psychology change as yeah. in your, how you like, show your neural pathways or just how you show up in the world? You, yeah, you will find yourself just happier. Like say, for example, here's another relatable example. So a breakup is, is something that we can all relate to. Now, if you are reluctant to actually have the conversation that you need to and end things. I understand why we do that. Of course, mm. we might be afraid of losing that person, losing love, losing or disappointing them. But the moment we actually say, or they say to us yeah. that it's over that moment. Yes. It's a heart breaking mm. moment. Yeah. And in that moment, we feel our heart broken and our heart actually is opening from the, the pain. And it allows us, it, it frees us up suddenly to just feel what is actually really true, that this person wasn't mm. right for us. And maybe deep down we knew that. Maybe we felt that this was inevitable, this, this ending. And yet we avoided it for as long as we could. And now, yes, it hurts. And at the same time, there's a deeper sense of joy that does take over. Some of us have a longer grieving process. Some of us have a shorter one. We all have a grieving process. And if you're, if you are familiar with energy healing work, as I do, it can be a much shortened, like a very shortened process where you feel, feel, feel deeply all the pain that you felt. And then you can actually mm. just feel the freedom mm. of your heart breaking open and the gratitude of the opportunity that you had to mm. get to know somebody who taught you so many valuable lessons and yep. ultimately made you more of who you're meant to be in the world. That brings with it so much joy and fullness. You step more fully into yourself. Of course, it's so dark mm. and painful, that period of time. You don't mm. realize that you're actually rising from the ashes like a phoenix. But that mm. is exactly what you're doing. You're moving through the pain. And every pain is teaching us a deep lesson Absolutely. about... 
Believe it or not, I was on Instagram this morning and I watched a yeah, I watched a video by Kerwin Kerwin Ray and he was talking about this subject yeah. of, you know, don't hate your ex partner. Don't mm-hmm. send don't be negative about it. Embrace it exactly. by thinking about what are the lessons can I take what lessons can I take away from this experience? What you know, what are the teachings? That's it. Mm. And how is that yes. how can I use these Very lessons teacher. to make my life better? Mm. Like and just yeah. it's not about that person mm. either. Mm. It's not about that person either. They're symbolically bringing with them lessons. They're being that mirror that is teaching you Mm. all the parts where it's so painful so that Mm. you can say, oh, that really hurts there. And oh, that hurts even more over here. And just really being able to look Mm. your pain in the eye is the opportunity that they present to you. And whether you take that opportunity is up to you because a lot of us Mm. don't always take it because it's way too painful. And you said the word courage before. It takes so much courage to not just come away from the person permanently, but also to look your patterns in the eye and realize that you said yes to this person. And it's not them that you might be angry about, angry with, or upset with. It's likely just your patterns. And then you're working out. That you're learning to face right now. Mm. And having compassion. And then. For your patterns. That's also enabling Mm. you to be able to identify what you need to change. So what patterns you need to change, alter, improve, enhance, and what you need to do differently to create more healthy patterns that are going to serve you in the next relationship. Exactly. And every time our heart is broken open like this, it's essentially us being brought back to the divine. It's being brought back to the love that is eternal, that is loving you eternally that we forget because we search for it in a partner or somebody mm. else to give that love to us without mm. cultivating it for ourselves because of our own connection with the divine. So there is a very, there, there's a divine reason for why our heart breaks. This is ultimately why it's happening to bring us back to the divine, to creator, and to understand that mm-hmm. that is where the love was always eternal. And anything that you liked about this person is found eternally in the divine. That this human mm-hmm. being is just a temporary carrier of this this quality. Like, say they were very, they were a great listener, very kind. Maybe they just were very affectionate and loving. Mm. Those qualities that you loved are found eternally in the creator of that person. So you come back, you're, many of us may not, but 
it happen so that we can come back to the divine and connect in a more real way because of our pain, because we're down on our knees, crushed. We're forced to come back and really feel everything that we're feeling. If you're angry, if you're sad, be real with yourself. Allow yourself to feel the rage, the deep well of sadness. And in that truth, you connect to your or your creator, your or your uh, your divine origin, the one who made you, and you connect to your own divine badass, which is the one who stands in truth, who knows that this is happening for a reason and is making you shaping you into the person that you're meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. And as the saying goes, things don't happen to you, they happen for you. And it's up to you to give them a better reason. Because we can Mm. go, oh, well, this happened to me, and we can play the role of the victim, or we can go, this happened to me, and we can ask ourselves, what are the blessings? What is the blessing in the burden? How can I use this to empower myself? What is the better meaning out of this? Mm. Exactly. Yes. Just you're never Mm. powerless, no matter how powerless you feel. You're never helpless. And I know that we find ourselves in situations in life sometimes feeling like, but I am powerless. I literally don't have any control here. They have all the control. You have something that you Mm. have said yes to that is allowing this person to control you. Just to add on that, like what role does loving ourselves play? Because I personally found in my own life, when I learned to love myself more, I'm more confident. I'm more able to speak my truth, to be authentic. And like, what are the steps that you do to help people or your clients learn to love themselves, embrace their true self, but also to maybe be more courageous. Uh, For example, stepping out of that, having that courage to step out of that relationship that's not serving them. The big question. And so you Mm. asked how Mm. do people learn to love themselves and how can they be courageous as well? So loving yourself, there's, there's a process of certain things that I do with someone that I'm working with that they personally need. Mm-hmm. So it's very customized to whatever right. is going on for them, whether it's writing a letter of just such heartfelt grace and compassion towards themselves because say mm. they feel like a silly person because of certain things that they did. And they're just like, how could I have done this? And just feeling like, like a total fool. And it's just getting them to really lovingly find all the reasons why they did that. That actually they were trying to protect themselves or they were trying to get love from something else, someone else. There is many reasons why we do the things that we do. And there is a wisdom. but. When we really look at the patterns, we realize that, okay, I was doing this to protect myself or to get love, but actually I know that the one who made me 
is love. And learning in that letter of forgiveness to, or coming to an awareness in that letter that I can forgive myself now because I understand what was going on. And I understand Mm. that this happened so that I can come back to my divine origin. I can reconnect with source and I can do it in a way that I've never done before. So that is one example. Another example might be just, there might be a lot of neglect for their care and just every single day really honoring their skin and moisturizing their skin with beautiful scented oils that are sacred because they have maybe said a a, mm. a little love note or a prayer, whatever is right for them. And then put it on their skin after bathing or having a shower. And that day, just uh, feeding their body with the highest quality food mm. and taking the time to walk in the sunshine mm. to, yes. to do the things that they love. So that, that's another example. Mm. For somebody else, it might just be something there's so many ways that we learn to love ourselves but it's really Mm. answering the question what makes you truly happy yeah so true and and the answer is different for everybody one strategy that i recommend to my clients is to write a list of the things that make you happy and then check that list to make sure that you're actually doing those things i mean you may not be able to do all of them at the one time but at least do a few of them get started yes. do the things you love uh, yeah yeah so i tend to not give just because of the way that i work i tend to not give uh like mm. that before i know exactly what they need but that's perfect having that checklist because they can actually go through it and sometimes mm. it's just I'm feeling so disconnected with myself. Let me just randomly pick something and go do that. But so often it's a, it's, it's very simple sounding, but it's answering the question in a journal. How can I love myself better in this moment? Mm. And really just writing from your soul and seeing what comes out. There have been moments where, you know, My answer, for example, for myself was just dancing. And I realized that my body just Mm -hmm. wanted to be out and using my feet, like walking more. Just there's so many different ways that it might be more introverted ways. It might be more extroverted ways. There's no judgment on what is right Mm -hmm. for you to love yourself. And the, the courage part, the courage piece, did you ask me about? How they can along those lines, but let's go with that. Love themselves. <laughs> what was the question? It, it takes courage to honor what is right for you to love yourself, because people mm. will tell you as well. This is what you need to do to love yourself. This is what love your loving yourself means. Personally, from what I have seen, when I get my client to honor what Mm. is true for her. That is the greatest act of love in itself and courage too, because she's just saying, thank you. Yeah. I'm just tuning into myself. 
It's like, thank you for all the wisdom you're, you're sharing. That's like but a, it's a defining it moment and I'm in that. their lives. And I guess that's where the real breakthrough yes. takes place. Mm -hmm. it really, yeah, it really does. Yes. It's, it's that moment where if you do it consistently, it mm. changes you. You, you really become, for lack of a better term here, you become that divine badass. You become that person that's committed to what is for your highest and best. And in our world, sadly, it's still seen as, oh, how could you? Because I can love you more if I do this for myself. I can show up for my family more. I can show up for my clients more if I do this for myself. And people may make us feel bad because we've said no to something or many things. I certainly have to say no to many, many things. That is my reality. And I know what it's like to feel like mm. it's, it's like I'm just tuning into what is true for, for me and honoring that. And I am so committed to showing up to mm. those that I love, that I am committed to saying yes to hey. what is mm. in my highest and best. Hey. Instead of what's going to bring wow. me down. And, you know, I listen to Dr. Don, Dr. John D. Martini from time to time, and he talks about embracing your highest values. He is. So it's yeah. choosing He's the great. values that you want to embrace and just living them. Unapologetically living what is your truth. Unapologetically living mm. what is your highest and best. What is your mm. truth? What is your highest? life look like? What is happiness mm. for you? You've got to know and answer that for yourself. And there's been many clues mm. and things that have inspired you along the way since you were little. I had to get honest with what really inspired me? What did I ignore? Mm. Um, I've always loved inspirational aesthetics mm. since I was little. And I would ignore that so frequently saying that I was being superficial. But now I know, no, actually, mm. for me personally, aesthetics wow. make me feel incredibly happy. So just honoring whatever the truth is and not feeling mm. bad because you've been made happy. Yeah, there's there's no shame. Reason. There's no guilt. There's nothing wrong with embracing who you are. No, no, never. Mm. The only way to be. Yeah. I mean, it's not that it's even wrong, nothing wrong. It's just... There is no other way in my book except mm. being who you are mm. and come to me as you are. And I will embrace you, accept you because wow. I accept myself so I can accept you. I accept all of my flaws, my, my shadows and anything that someone else might judge of me. I accept it as a part of who I am. And it's part of my beauty, my flaws. Wow. Such a great response. It's part of your Samira. beauty, your flaws. We're sort of coming towards the end of today's episode but i'll just ask you one more question like what's one piece of advice that you'd like to leave for our guests today that sure. um will help them embrace their divine badass mm. honor who you are i mm. yeah. share that you know people used to call me very slow as a child and still they they do and i used to feel very sad hmm. about that because literally everyone would constantly tell me, my teachers, my parents, wow. uh, and now uh, people actually hire me to slow them down. Mm. And it's just like, it doesn't, mm. but it's just, I just honor the fact that this is just my pace and you really have to honor what is true for you 
felt wow. as a weakness Amazing. is actually a gift and when you flip it around. Just before we finish up, like how can people, uh, if they want to reach out or work with you, how can they connect with you? They can find me on Instagram. I am relationship.alchemy on Instagram and they can add me as a friend. I'd love to be connected to you on Facebook. I'm Samia Hassan is my surname. So that's H-A-S-A-N and Samia is S-A-M-I-A. I have a business page that they can follow, but yeah, I'm I always love to connect with people and I love doing that on Facebook. Fantastic. Well, so thank those you are my ways so much for being on the Will to Win show today, Samia. We've had such an amazing time and I've personally learned a lot from what you've had to share. And I'm sure it's been the same for our guests. I'm so Wishing happy. you nothing you. but the best in your work, in whatever you do in the future. Keep changing lives. Keep inspiring people and you'll you'll just continue to make the world of difference so yeah keep it up that means so much to me that you got something out of what i shared thank you and i am just sending your listeners so much warmth and love and Mm. just a lot of light because we all have things on our heart that we can't sit and really honestly talk and discuss and share so i love uh, thank you so much yeah, to send a lot of it's love it's been an absolute pleasure listeners right now thanks it has been an absolute pleasure for myself it's my pleasure. as well thank you so much steve and you're so welcome thank you for having me thank you for listening to the will to win I hope today's episode was overflowing with value and helped inspire you to make what seems impossible totally possible. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you got value from this episode, it would make such a huge difference if you could just take one minute of your time to leave me a five-star rating and review, then screenshot this episode, share it on your story, and tag me in. And until next time... Don't forget to remember that nothing is impossible.